When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. This is a production of ITM Media. Yes, we are live here from the ITM Media Studio. Matt Beamer again here, joined as always by Austin Reeves and Charlie Herkes, the crew as we're formerly known as. And welcome to another episode of Rambling About Racing, episode 141, to be more specific, of Rambling About Racing. Going to break down all the action from NASCAR, from the Indy, from Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the Hungarian Grand Prix, a big full weekend of racing. But first and foremost, gentlemen, how's it going there in South Alabama? Thanks for being on the show again, and how's it going? Going it's good. Going good. Uh, go ahead, Austin. No, you go ahead. I'll go ahead. Uh, it's going good. Work's been busy. Uh, pregnant lady that I'm married no, to, I mean, she's doing good. Good, man. It, it's going it, to, trust me, it, it goes by slow, the pregnancy, but once it once the babies are here, in your case, the babies are here, it, it's going to fly by, man. It's already almost six months for me. I can't believe I'm it. I, I, got a, I got tagged in a Facebook post yesterday about a uh, baby shower. So it's it's getting getting down to the nitty-gritty. So they'll be here before I know oh, it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. When's this baby shower? I need to be there. 
<laughs> Charlie's going to make a scene at that baby shower. You, you just got to bring diapers and child support in Alabama. You'll be yeah, good. Okay. That works out, you. man. My luck, it'll be on the last, your last race is the weekend. That, that's my luck. <laughs> Probably. Of course, I mean, you do good when I'm out there, so I might just cancel out the rest of the year. Watch you on Facebook Live. There you go. At least you yeah. got a plan, Austin. At least you got a plan. Charlie, how's it going, man? Going good. Trying to gear up, you know, for the races this weekend. Uh, can't go anywhere but up from here because, you know, the last the last couple have absolutely uh, been bummers for me at the track. So we'll, we'll see what happens this weekend and, and hope for the best. Just honestly, just see what happens. And Yeah, man. Uh, try to go in there with a positive attitude and, you know, take it with a grain of salt if something bad happens and move on. Like, you know, like Austin said, we don't have but three races left, so we got to make the most of them. We definitely had the fastest car the last race, but I, I feel like we'll, we'll carry that into this coming race and try to finish it, so... Yeah, best of luck to you, man. I hope I hope you do, man. You definitely need your luck to turn around here. All is good Absolutely. here, but uh, but the good the I, good news is we're only forty one points out of lead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, a couple of good finishes here and a little bit of luck in our favor. I think you and, got it, and we'll be we'll be right there in it. We, we right. do have one more double points race coming, and that's the the last race, the, the championship race. There, I, I'm I'm. Honestly, I'm looking past the season already and looking forward to our trip to Talladega. So, well, when's the last race of the season for the Cup Light it, Series? It'll be the uh, the last race in September for us. Okay, so I'll make you a deal right now, live on Facebook, Twitter. Facebook, if, if I Facebook, win the Twitter, points championship, if, if you win the points championship this year, before I get to keep the hundred dollar Amazon gift card. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you have to finish that first, and that's again, you're not doing that. However, if you do that. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and make this bet because I feel like I, I can win this. If Ooh, you win the champ, if, if you win the yeah, championship this year in the Cup Series, Cup Light Series race, in the Cup Series, I'm a little behind on that. Uh, one, but if you win this year the Cup Light Series championship there at South Alabama Speedway, and I'll say it here in front of everybody who's listening or watching us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, whatever, you won't have to buy one beer when you go to Talladega. You will does, not, the spot, does the spotter get included in that? No, I can't afford two things of beer, man. I, I, I got to pay beer. I'm, I'm either going to pay for two, but not three. I'm sorry. I just can't do that. But Charlie won't pay for he a meant, beer. He meant two people, not two things, because two, two things probably won't cover. No, I don't know, man. Um, I can't afford I, I tell you what. Yeah, you won't have to buy pay for beer. However, you're going to drink Bush Heavy the whole time. But Bush Heavy, oh. Yeah, my Bush. Yeah. Bush. Real man's beer, but all right. But <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, I'm glad everything's going well. Things are a bit hectic here. Kislowski behind you doesn't agree. Well, that's old school Kislowski. He, he what does he know? But man, I tell you what. Uh, we've I've had a crazy week this week, man. I worked all week, and so Caroline was gone, and she comes home Sunday to a free to just water everywhere, and apparently our fridge doesn't work anymore. So now we have to switch a lot of stuff to the mini fridge. So I'm drinking a lot of beer trying to make room for the stuff from our regular fridge into our mini there's, fridge. I guess there's some logic behind that. Yeah, so... Either that or it's a good excuse. I, I think it's a little both, Austin. Just trying to catch up with everything in the beer there. 
And yeah, and then um, about a month ago, I didn't tell anybody this. I told Charlie this before the show. I, I'm very susceptible to skin cancer. My grandfather died of skin cancer in the early 90s. I mean, a long time ago, like 20-something years ago. Almost, I'd say, 30 years ago. But anyway, he, he passed away from melanoma, and so I'm, more, I'm really susceptible, susceptible to getting it. And I had a biopsy done, and they, it came back severely atypical. And They didn't say cancer, but, man, they took out a big chunk of the area around there. They're going to go test that out, so now I'm on sick leave till the 18th so now i'm gonna i got two weeks off just like that so that's a bummer but hey i'm doing fine i mean everything's fine and yeah just one of those things man but that's some, all the, some free time off yeah some I, I get to watch the baby more i get to spend more yeah. time with her and take care of that so but everything's fine they didn't drop the big c word on me so everything's fine on this end but uh just precautionary and just part of it, man. But um, so so you got a how many days you get off? I got fourteen days off. So that's fourteen days of us high racing together, then, right? Well, I got to watch the baby, but yeah, at night I'm sure I can squeeze time in there to watch, watch, help or do high racing and stuff like to, that. Today, Junior. Uh, <laughs> but clutch it and shift. But what I really want to do is get our twitches up. So I want to get Charlie to get his twitch up myself and then uh i got twitch i just need to set up obs and i want austin to get his set up and then we'll we'll tweet out every time we all race and stream it that we can have you know whose team are you watching you watching austin's teams charlie's teams or pressed or my team i it may be pressing one day and then have a poll and then see how many people we get watching us and that'd be i think really cool gauge of how popular each of us are on on are on the show i think it'd be fun yeah, if you like seeing people wreck others, then watch Austin's because he'll fight sure dump people. Well, we raced in the old, like, what is it, the eighty, the nineteen eighties cars that they came out with. And I tell yeah. you what, man, that wasn't uh, that was, that was a, hard. That was hard, dude. Those those were a handful. Like the old videos, you see them going through the corner just bouncing. Yeah, that's like not, it's it's legit. <laughs> yeah, that's not exaggerated whatsoever. And it was it was tough for me because right when I started. I got loose and hit the wall. We were racing in Talladega. I got loose, hit the wall, or somebody else hit me. Needless to say, I think I finished 17th. I beat Charlie, but Austin finished in the top 10, so good on him. Yep. The next race, me and Austin done lapped the whole field. Pitch strategy was key. We killed it. We short pitted, lapped the whole field, and then I dumped my teammate. <laughs> yep, sure did. It wasn't intentional. Yeah, and then Preston. Preston, I guess, is watching us from work, and – yeah, buddy, I'll, I'll talk to you later about that. Yeah, but that's about all that's going on here. Hope everything's going well for everybody, either whether you're watching us on your social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch, or if you're listening to us on your regular podcast platforms. Really do appreciate all this work. We had good numbers last week. We're continuing to grow. I don't think it's going to be as exciting. This show is going to be as exciting as last week's show was. Of course, if every week's show, if every show was well, like that it wouldn't I'll be a special back, i'll get carissa back down to the track this weekend with her gimp leg and we'll uh we'll see if she can't stir the pot well if something like that happens again you need to get like kelsey to take pictures and video because then we could review it i'll get her to put a gopro on her forehead yeah or get or get or, or, head strap. or just get yeah. or just get jason to wear a gopro yeah that'd be even more fun 
I, I don't yeah, know. I think I think the collar of my shirt stretched out a little bit. <laughs> you might yeah, need a new shirt, huh? And, and I got a thumbprint like right here, like a little handprint right here for some reason of anesthes. Yeah, we're not we're not uh, fitting in the same same spots. Oh, okay, this, this race stuff. So, hey, well, it is what it is. So, if you enjoyed last week's episode, it's not going to be as exciting this week. I think we already talked about the most exciting parts, but we did have a lot of racing this weekend, gentlemen. And might as well just hop into it, unless you guys have anything else you guys want to say, and or what happened. No, hey, last Charlie, one? where'd you where'd you finish that race? Just curious for the viewers. For my race? I race, yeah, where I dumped you, you know that you keep complaining about. Where'd you finish oh, that yeah. race? No, so I, I did still win it. Okay. Um, Austin just, just dumped sure. me. Austin dumped me, and since we were had already lapped the field, since Austin dumped me, he was trying to block the person behind him. And he slammed on brakes and let me back in front of him. And pushed him to the wind. And we finished first and second. So, well, I guess Preston just um, texted the show or wrote to the show as rambling about a race and says, I can't, I hated that I'm not with the show this week. And that's unfortunate, but kind of the way the schedule worked out. But it kind of just keeps falling on a C shift. And he started racing F1 again. So hopefully he'll get the new game soon. And I'm thinking. Once we get cross-platform play, we can all race against each other. I think that'd be fun. Because I think it'd be fun for Charlie or Austin or myself to take out Preston just every race, every practice session. Just, yeah. It would just be so funny. Just stop yeah, our guys. It won't, even, it won't even be on purpose. It'd be because I completely missed a turn. <laughs> I was about to say, catch me in the gravel pit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Austin, or Preston, we um, we miss you too, bud. We, we know you're busy with everything. And, again, the schedule just happened the way, way it was. But... Hoping to have you back here soon. I wish it, I wish. Hey, Preston, there is a house open three doors down from us. So you can just uh, move into that house and no excuses. Going to go ahead and get into the races of the week. And uh, unless you guys have anything else. No, I'm good. All right, let's get into the races of the weekend. And folks, before we continue on with the episode, we wanted to remind everyone out there again about our stores at Teespring and Bonfire where you can find the latest and greatest rambling about racing gear, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, mugs, you name it, we got. We also got throwback in the marbles gear as well. And from now till the end of August, if you use discount code HOT, H-O-T at checkout, you'll get 10% off of your order for all the items that you need, whether you're going to be supporting rambling about racing at the local short tracks, NASCAR, Formula One, Indy, you name it. Doesn't matter where you support it. Just support the show. You look good in it as well. Again, hot till the end of August for 10% off your orders from both Teespring and Bonfire. Links will be in the podcast description and YouTube description below. Go check them out. To start off with this, how did everyone's overall weekend go? Or how, what are everybody's overall thoughts of the weekend? Feel free to chime in if you're watching us. What your overall thoughts were as well, and what were your overall thoughts of the re- weekend, guys? Hey, there, there was definitely a lot of racing. Um, there wasn't but one race that I didn't watch, um, and that was the, the IndyCar race, of course. Uh, just the timing on it. I recorded it. I just I, I never did go back. And watch it. So, I liked the road course, but I don't like the road course. And I really, and we'll get into this later on. But overall, 
not horrible racing, but also not the best. So other other than the truck series, and, and I, you know, I would even dare say, you know, the F one race, the truck series, and the F one was pretty much what took it for me. But truck series overall was by far the best race. So if it wasn't for the truck series race, it, the, the racing weekend would have sucked overall. I don't, I don't think overall the race weekend the race weekend for me and it, you have to look at it from a few different angles it was another road course heavy weekend except for the truck series and it was just uh, and we'll get more into it with the indy car when we talk about stock cars i had the indy car road course because to me it's just a repeat of last year but just not as many wrecks and not as many track issues but i will say the formula one race was fun the indy car race was a lot of fun to watch as well but really hands down i mean we all texted back and forth during the truck series race that was a fun race we'll start off with that with grant infinger scoring a win and securing himself into the next round of the playoffs what a race yeah my you know i think that that team the 23 team is and the truck series has peaked at the right time uh you know they brought he mm-hmm. they brought a crew chief in that him and grant have worked together in the past uh, you know it was two-thirds into the season before they had even brought him back in. And I think they finally got their chemistry back that they had in the past. And it's not that he hasn't ran, you know, it's not that he's ran poorly all year, but he hasn't had the finishes to show. He hasn't had the wins to back up the finishes that he's had all year. So uh, now that they got that win, that momentum is going to carry on. So, yeah, I think I think it will too. I, he's he could rest a little easier right now until the next round of the playoffs. But I think he, I, is he a championship contender based on this year's total performance? I don't know unless he's pulling a Tony Stewart and just coming alive during the playoffs. Well, then by all means, if you had to pick a time to show up and come alive, that would be it. But I mean, what it was a good race. I mean, it, I think it was a good short track racing. There and I heard rumors on there that people or people wanted to say that bring NASCAR to that track or the mm-hmm. Cup Series to that track, I should say. And I, I think it would be good racing there. I think it'd be full of drama there. It was a good race. The Truck Series by far was the race, one a contender for race of the weekend for me. But I mean, it was just it was all around good race. Austin, what do you think of the race? Yeah, I liked it. Um, I know John Hunter Nemechek and uh, Carson Hosevar have some enemies. Going into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they do. Especially, I mean, there at the end, John Hunter and Neiman check. Who did he spin out again? I mean. Uh, Taylor Gray. Yeah. Taylor? That, yeah, I think yeah, it, yeah, it, it was. Tanner Gray was. or something like that. But, man, I tell you, man, uh, that was surprising, but not really. It was a restart, and he just spun him out. I mean, what else can you say about it? We were expecting a fight. We didn't get one. Yeah, because they were pitted right beside each other. Yeah. And, and well, let me ask you guys this. Since – uh we're on the topic of this because this kind of follows back from last week's episode because the drivers and, and this happens a lot for me. I've noticed this a lot throughout my whole 20 plus years of watching NASCAR and watching racing in general, that when drivers get into it on track, it isn't necessarily the drivers going mono a mono against each other. It's usually the crews going at it against each other. And sometimes the drivers will get in there, but a, a big one I could find, besides the one from a couple weeks ago with J- 
Charlie's crew and the 96 crew there at South Alabama Speedway was Brad Keselowski and Jeff Gordon, I believe it was 2014 at Texas, where Gordon approached Keselowski and Harvick pushed Keselowski, which started this whole melee, and the crews were getting involved. So answer me this as both drivers and Austin, in your case, crews, why is it that crew members or you see more crew members getting into it instead of it being like a a hockey fight where it's just two guys who have a disagreement and if they happen to fight they fight and another one i guess would be sam Mayer and uh gibbs there gibbs ty gibbs there at martinsville you you saw them kind of starting to push and fight and stuff and then the officials broke them up is it a stigma in nascar it's like hey we don't want these guys to fight or is it that what is it? Why is it a cruise? Why do people feel the need to get involved and not just let them fight it out? In uh, in our case, our driver was still on the track, so he he didn't he was clueless on right. what was he, going on. He was on. clueless, but you didn't see when Charlie got there. I, I don't think anybody would have approached him. But I mean, we'll just take the Cup Series for instance. You never see driver versus driver very long. It's always crews getting involved. There's a big melee there. So I mean, why? I mean, I I heard it well, put, put kind of it, like yeah. So whatever you you know, you, you talk about the hockey, and I, I use hockey because you brought it up. You know, you you got a player on player because uh, typically it, it's a player on player beef out there on the court, and, and it's kind of built up throughout the game as a player on player thing, and they finally just hash it out. Whereas. I guess on the on the motorsports side of it, you could almost compare it to a line, a <laughs> offensive line, and a quarterback deal. Yeah, so you you have the whole team that has been there for the past two or three days working on this car and putting you know sweat, you know blood, sweat, and tears into this car just to get you know roughed up or raced wrong or wrecked out. Uh, or in our case last Saturday, uh, you said it yourself. Like it, it was just constant, you know, go go go. Like, hey, let's let's do this, let's do that, let's you know, check this, check that, and then to turn around and you know, somebody mock us getting wrecked out. Yeah, it kind of touched some nerves. So I I think that's what really gets the crews fired up because. You know, I, I feel like in motorsports, the crews feel like they're just as much on that track as the drivers is a lot of times. Right, and I heard it put best from another NASCAR fan there at work. He said, back in the day, the driver was the main source of income for that team. As far as if he does well on the track, the team gets compensated. When you, so on when so you talk forth. about endorsements and when all that. When you talk that, about yeah. endorsements and stuff. So more it's... it's, it's I feel like it's more protecting an asset than it is protecting a team. And, yeah, you are ha- you have that camaraderie. You have that gel. And I'm sure if we talk to anybody from the Cup Series, it's like I'll go and fight anybody if they mess with whatever team I'm a part of. So I don't think it's more of a you know it, individual thing. I think it's more of a ride or die. Everybody goes in or nobody does whatever. I, I, I just always seen that with – Auto racing, and I've always been a big proponent of if you're if you're going to fight someone, find them one on one. Don't be like baseball and clear the benches. I can't stand that in baseball where somebody has a problem with someone yeah. and, and the bench is clear. It's like what what's this third string shortstop going to do? Yeah, you, you know I, what I'm I mean? with you. I, I'm with you on that. I, I let the drivers go at it, and then hey, 
if the crews want to hash it out, I, I'd let the crews hash it out. Right. But there's an even number uh, of crews, you know, but, you know. But with Austin's point, you know, all that was going on. I'm still sitting on the track, like I ain't, I ain't even got a clue what was going on yet. I, I didn't even have a clue until I'm getting pushed in. I still see everybody piled up between the stalls there, like, hey, what? the hell's going on yeah and your in your example from <laughs> south alabama a few weeks ago could have been a bad example as far as that but i'm talking more of the ty gibbs sam mayor thing yeah. they yeah. got they got into it sam mayor was like take off the helmet and ty gibbs threw a sucker punch i feel, I feel yeah like, my that, that's you know, more of a hey yeah. national television mine's not national television right okay okay fair enough so tv could have a thing to do with it sam mayor's yeah, probably trying I, to make I, his mark i believe i believe you know television is going to have a lot to do with it Okay, I mean, that's fair enough, but I mean, that's just me. I kind of... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Hey, you put me on TV, and you let somebody relay that message to me. Don't think I won't get out of that car real quick and just run on back in. Right. I no, mean, not if your sister and your girlfriend stand out of the car, you won't. I'll, I'll punch my sister. You won't punch your girlfriend? Yeah. You won't I, punch your girlfriend. Kelsey, get drop kicked too. <laughs> These hands are rated E for everyone. Oh, my yep. goodness, man. But anyway, I mean, microphone. I got a backup one right here. This guy. All right. You know, lightning and thunder. Yep. We do not condone the hitting of women on this show. Just gonna say it right now. That's if, that, if that's Charlie. That's on Charlie. Again, Charlie creating controversy here on the show. My goodness, <laughs> that's why you brought me on. Now, I brought you on for your driver input because you're my one of my best friends, and I, you know, I, I didn't say yeah. Sometimes drivers create controversy. Oh, this guy Touche, I guess. Anyway, that was the truck series race. We're going to move on to the Saturday's races. We're going to start off with the IndyCar race. So, Charlie, I know you said you didn't watch it. Uh, Austin, did you by any chance catch the IndyCar race? No, I was I was moving stuff between houses. Okay. Well, the IndyCar race was by far the best race of the week in there from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway road course. Alexander Rossi ended up winning. It was And Jimmy Johnson, again, having struggles there, finishing 22nd. Just not a good day for him. Paddle Award finishing 12th. Our guest on the show earlier from last season, Connor Daly, finished 17th. He had a few run-ins and stuff. I think that was the best race because you had two sets of tires to soft and hard tires there for the IndyCar Series. And to me, they belong on – they're built for road courses just like Formula One is. It was a better race overall because they're designed for that more so, I feel. That's just me. But since you guys didn't watch it anymore, Alexander Rossi ended up winning. It was a good race. But then we switch over to the Xfinity Series, and 
did, did you guys watch that, or were you moving as well, Austin, that race? No, I, I caught I caught most of it. To me, it was kind of boring. Like I like I watched it Saturday. I couldn't. Yeah. Uh, AJ Allmendinger won, but yeah. it was kind of boring. Yeah, AJ Allmendinger winning had a good race. We we all suspected him of doing well in that car this weekend. Again, Cup Series drivers in it: Alex Bowman, Ross Chastain, Chase Briscoe. Oh, I think Austin Dillon was in. Austin it. Dillon Austin, was driving yeah, a sixty-eight car, which yeah, didn't help. There, there, there didn't was help a bunch out. of them in it. Uh, I, I'm with you, Matt. There, there, there's. I'm with you, Matt. There, there ain't no point in it. I just, mean, yeah. I mean, it gets to the point where it, it just gets I, annoying. It, it wasn't even Junior Motorsports this time. It, you know, Junior Motorsports had somebody else in their fourth car. So I don't know. To me, I mean, we've we've beat the dead horse on this show so many times about that that I yep. feel like it's just. A mood point. It's it's not even worth wasting my breath to talk about it anymore because nothing's going to get done. They're going to keep coming down to lower series. I'm glad. I mean, at least AJ Allmendinger is a regular in that series. Yeah, he came up. Yeah, to the at least he's competing series. for an actual points championship right. in that series. I'm so, not even going to go I, on. I feel like you should race up and not be allowed to race down. No, absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the so, race was boring. The Cup Series yeah. and the Xfinity Series race from Indianapolis was the most absolutely boring racing I've seen this year up to this point. And I, I, I wouldn't call what, the Cup Series race boring. I'd I say will. a clown show. I will <laughs> call that boring, and we'll go ahead and talk about that while we're at it. The last lap or the last leg of this race does not a race make. Does that make any sense? You cannot have a boring Ninety-eight percent of the race, and then the last two percent be exciting to go. Wow, what a race! No, yeah, no, you, you, you can't. Cannot. I I'll agree with you on that one. Ryan Blaney said it best. You know, if they're just going to allow everybody to come in there and wreck everybody, then you know what? What are we doing? It, it, it's not even I mean, Ryan Blaney. Tire. He said tire. He said it best. Tires didn't lose the race for him because he had already proved on two separate restarts that he he can make the tires work. You know, he 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 finished where he finished because somebody just dove. Uh, I think it was Logano. Just, no, it was Suarez. Oh, the restart before that, oh, okay. Logano stuck yeah. six wide. Just dove bomb it off in there, and the only way they would fix that particular corner is either move the start finish line up, which is not going to happen. Either like a temporary start finish line, or actually have a right limits going into that turn. Like narrow the track up. Okay, or uh, or what they could do instead of trying to play these, let's cater to the road course fans of NASCAR, race the oval. No, I say get rid of Indianapolis altogether. No, I like Indianapolis. It's a historic nope. track, and I think it should be on the schedule. Yeah, it's historic for IndyCar, but it's I, also historic for NASCAR. Yeah, but it ain't had good racing there in years. So the only downfall- I, I don't even think with the next gen car that it would be good racing. The only downfall to Indianapolis was the tire debacle debacle in two thousand and eight. Other than That's that, a, that was a long time ago, yeah, though. Yeah, but it hasn't been fixed but, since because the thing and with, racing hadn't been good since though. Period. But the thing with Indianapolis and its fans, they come there to see a show every year for the Indy five hundred. Three hundred plus thousand people are packed in there. It used to be like for that for NASCAR, where there wasn't an empty seat. I mean, even in turn three and four, there wasn't an empty seat in the house. But the same thing happened with Formula One. There was a tire problem, and a lot of teams parked, and that killed that Grand Prix there for Formula One. Just killed it. And Formula One hasn't been back to IndyCar since then, and they only made their return back to the United States, I believe, around 
2013 in Austin. IndyCar, or NASCAR stayed there, raced the Oval for a few years, and we saw a few bad races. I feel like we've seen a few good races from there. But then we switched over to the road course, and both last year and this year have just been horrible races, in my opinion. Just horrible. Okay, then you give the Oval one year. And then what? And then you just say, we're done with the Brickyard? I think so. I, and you've had multiple people that uh, have been in the sport for years say the same thing. Dale Jarrett, Kenny Wallace, ironically, both of them. Yeah, well, ironically enough, none of those people race in the Cup Series anymore. Well, I, I mean, their opinions are just as strong as ours, in my well, in my view. They actually did race in the Series, though, and we didn't. Yeah, they did, but they don't race there anymore, so what can they say about where they go now? Well, I think the fans should have a bigger vote of it. I think NASCAR needs to take a step back. And I think we can all agree that the Indy road course is not good for stock car Well, if that was the case, the fans would speak for a lot of tracks. And just we wouldn't run at half the tracks we do now, period. You're right. You're 100% right. If that was the case, Texas half, would have been gone. Half, the, yeah. half the stands at Daytona aren't filled. Half of them at Talladega aren't filled. That's not true. Half, they're plenty, there's plenty of seats empty at the majority of the tracks we go to. But that's been like that for years. I mean, but I mean, Indianapolis has always filled the stands up until 2008. In fact, you could say the majority of the tracks filled the stands up to 2008. So we're, we're literally pushing like what? Almost 20 years. I mean, we're not far from 20 years. So I had 12 years. I mean, it's just one of those things. I feel like the, the I think we could all agree that the road course at Indy is not suitable for stock car racing. We saw a lot of drivers just. Go off. The braking isn't as good as Indy cars. Indy cars run well there because they could get on the brakes hard and turn those cars on a dime. Where it's a stock car, you can't do that. We saw Ross Chastain go off in the runoff. We saw a lot of drivers go off in the runoff. Denny Hamlin lost it on the first couple of laps. You know, I just to me the road course there is just not suitable for stock cars. It's not at how all. Did, how did I mean? I get if you get a good restart, you know, you you can pass a bunch of cars. But when it's five, four, five, and six wide on the front stretch, and then you got to all cram in to turn one, mm-hmm. like I think you can maybe fit three wide going through turn one, maybe two. But when you're five, six wide going in that, I mean that's just a recipe for disaster in itself. But I don't yeah, know. they're they're gonna run that track next year on the road course. I mean it's already it's already determined, if I'm not mistaken. So the only way to I think the only way you're gonna fix that is you have to make a right limit going into one. Would you say the pit road exit would be the limit then? Don't cross this line unless for any reason? And you, the only reason you should no, be cross this that's line? that's still too wide. I, I, I think it, at least for initial starts, you have to have a separate right limit. Or, or for, re, for, for any start, for initial starts and for restarts, you have to have a separate right limit. Right, or else it is you're going to pack it in there every time. Somebody okay. is going to, somebody's going to, somebody half halfway in the field is going to chance it and be like, oh, well, watch this. Or somebody, well, of course they did penalize Ross Chastain, but you know he didn't even try to break. Yeah, I feel like that's a whole separate issue right there. But I'm just yeah. using that as an example. I mean, we saw people just go in there very hot, not just Chastain, but a lot of people either missed a corner completely or put other drivers in themselves in a position where they could wreck, something could happen to them. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I get getting a jump on the start, but don't go from like 20th to 15th or 10th and just cram it in there and just door somebody going into one and just wreck them and wreck that's, the two other on the just, inside. Yeah. That's just, I mean, like Lagano stuck it six wide. You Work, know, they, they talk nothing going to good happen out of that. No, and they talk about these guys supposedly being the best in, in, in this type of racing. Well, they, they sure didn't show it this past weekend. Well, in, all these all these guys act like complete idiots. And to me, going in there and dooring people isn't necessarily bad racing. No, it's not. But when you when you do that on starts, when you know this is what's about to happen, it, during people in certain parts of the track, sure. But packing it in there on a restart like that. But based on the race that I watched, and I'm sure you guys watched the same race I did, that was the only time you were going to be able to catch someone and possibly pass them and possibly do something. The restarts and the initial start of the race – were the only times you had the opportunity. Other than that, everybody spread out so much, it was boring. Just boring. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best of race at all. I'm not arguing with you on that. And, and on Ross Chastain's part, like, if you miss a corner, you're going to see tire smoke. He he never intended – like, he slowed down enough because you can see the nose drop, and then you see the back of the car squat. Like, he never intended to make a right turn. He knew – he knew From he the start, he was going straight. But is that is that switching to Ross Chastain's there blowing the first turn and just entering back on the track here towards the end of the race? I mean, is that necessarily a bad call on Chastain's part, or did he take the appropriate actions to go? And then, of course, NASCAR penalized him, I believe, to 27th there at the end of the race. You, I mean, is that one of those things where did he really have to lock up the brakes to show, oh, I'm trying to turn? Or did he make a decision there to say, no, I'm not going to make it. I'm just going to go ahead and go through. I, I think go ahead. I, I, I think it's a, a call to where he never even attempted to make the turn. Like, I, you know, he, he stayed straight the whole time. So well, maybe I, I, think that, he, I think that's where the justification came well, in. Probably because I mean, he knew he wouldn't make the corner. I knew why he did it. He said in his first interview, they were four wide, three wide inside of him. So he knew he wasn't going to make the corner, but he never even attempted to make the corner. He just kept driving straight. But if he did attempt to make the corner, let's just say he decided to turn right into turn one there, and then he doored people. People would be saying instead of, oh, he didn't even attempt to make the corner, he just went straight. People would be saying, Ross Chastain drove it in there and wrecked people. And and Ross Chastain is in one of those situations, I feel, when that – instance where it's damned if you do damned if you don't and if he drives in attempts to make that corner and somebody gets wrecked well there's chastain just being chastain again well first off you need to watch your mouth uh <laughs> but uh second off you We're know fine ones to be talking lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start a journey. Not a fad. 
Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. We're talking about Ross Chastain not making the corner. So if he would have attempted to make the corner and realized, hey, it's for a while, we're not going to make this corner, backed out, went to the next thing, it had been a completely different ballgame. But he never even he never even checked up. Like it, There was no attempt to go right, no nothing. I mean, it, it was still like full speed straight ahead. And then Austin Dillon, I don't know if y'all saw it, but Austin Dillon went the same way. I don't, I don't even think they penalized him, or did they? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't I think had. they did. Because, I mean, it doesn't even matter. Austin Dillon would have finished down the running order anyway. Austin Dillon finished 30th. That's probably why they didn't penalize him. That's probably why. I mean, my gosh, that guy didn't eat. But even they're, with, like, they're like, hey, man, your, your teammate won. Like, that's penalty and, enough. Right. <laughs> right. And, the only, and the only reason, uh, did y'all see when, when Logano stuck at 6, why Bubba got pushed off in the grass? And he just zoomed through the grass. He went from like 18th to like 5th. Yeah, and now there was cars. I, I will say, that to me, that's fair game because there was cars that did that all day long. But in the Xfinity race when they ran at Oregon, even though it was – you know, a pileup in turn one. Cert, I, well, yeah, I guess if there was a pileup, but I think at Oregon, there, if there was at Portland, there at certain parts of the track, if that happened, that, that was the only question I had because when they ran the Xfinity race, even if I there was know. a wreck going in there, one, they made them a, stop and then take off. Yeah, there, there's definitely been a lot of uh, a lot of uproar about the rules this past weekend because there seems like there's been a lot of uh, uh, of Shoulda, coulda, woulda calls and didn't call. So, and NASCAR definitely needs to be a little more clear. Just like they were on the tire rule earlier this year. Like, hey, if it comes off, this is what happens. And then they were like, well, you know, hey, maybe if it just comes off on pit road, we'll look at it and we'll see if this is what happens. Instead of just sticking with what they said at the beginning of the year and saying, hey, if it comes off, this is what happens. Regardless of where it comes off at, if it comes off, this is what happens. So now they're, you know, they've kind of put themselves in the situation. So I think this is just where, you know, NASCAR should have just said, look, if you go off track and you advance your position, regardless, you, you got to back it back up, continue on. Or do what they do and. Watkins Glen in the bus stop. If you blow the bus stop, you have to come to a complete stop. A stop and go. Once you do that, you can continue on. Or you do it at the Roval. You miss the chicane, stop, and go. But they they didn't do that here. If Ross Chastain would have pulled through or anybody else that would have blown that first turn there at Indy and would have came through and before you entered the track, stopped. And then continued on and merged in when it was appropriate time, not when they're racing three wide. You don't drive in front of them like that. Yeah. But if you, if you do that, I feel like it would have mitigated a lot of things. Because once yeah. again, we saw a point where, I mean, and I think last year was a bit different because Briscoe kind of got pushed into the grass and then came through and they called that cutting the corner. 
and we saw Briscoe racing Hamlin for the lead last last year, which he shouldn't have been up there. And then we saw Chastain racing for the league against Reddick, and he shouldn't have been up there. So, again, we saw this two years in a row, and I think they need to just come out, and NASCAR needs to come out and say, to your point, Charlie, if you miss a corner, there's a runoff area for a reason, especially runoff, complete stop, and then go. Yep. And then that's it. That so, you're, so you're saying what Chast- what Ross did, if he'd have if came he, to a complete stop and then took off, it'd have been completely fine. I feel like NASCAR would have said, "You're fine." Yeah, and he agree. probably would have finished. He'd have probably finished top twenty, fifteenth, sixteenth, right, vice twenty seventh, twenty seventh. Right. I feel like NASCAR would have said, "Okay, you did exactly what you needed to do to you. You policed yourself." Although NASCAR might not have said that because I don't, I don't, to my knowledge, and I don't know if anybody out there knows in the driver's meeting, there wasn't any rule stating if you miss this turn, because I know they do it at Watkins Glen at the bus stop. And we're going to see it here in the next couple of weeks. They're, they're going to do it at the Roval. They're going to do it on, gonna, on the back straightaway where, on the where back, you go off. Yep, on the back yep. straightaway and in the front straightaway, that little chicane there in the front straightaway. If you if that happens, you have to come to a complete stop. And I think that's the situation. That's the solving issue right there that could fix a lot of issues here going forward he came to a complete stop driver whomever it is came to a complete stop and continued on no penalty but of course it was two laps to go so everybody's like i'm gonna go for it regardless if i get the win i get the win if i don't i don't yeah i honestly don't think they could have policed everybody on those last couple of restarts I mean, there were just people going everywhere. Yeah, there were. I think they just picked out the most obvious ones. Like, they just seen a, a, a bluish-colored car go, pew! Yeah. Jeez, yeah. Let's talk. Let's well, talk. I, I saw it, and I was like, I don't know who that was. And then all of a sudden, bam, Ross Chastain is coming through. Second place. I'm like, I'm like, man, where did he come from? Ross Chastain just made a power move from, from 20th place to second. And he's battling for the lead. I'm like, God, hey, <laughs> okay then. Well, I tell you, I think that would solve a lot of problems. But, of course, I'm not a big fan of road courses. I think there should be three on the racing schedule for NASCAR Cup Series. Infineon or Sears Point, I mean, whatever you want to call it, Watkins like, Glen in the Roval. Th- what is there, 36 or 38 races on the schedule? There are 36 races with a few exhibition races thrown in there. Then, then, then we could do, thir- do, thir- do six road courses. I don't like that. I'm not a big. Yep. No, I, I think that's fair. No, I don't think it's fair at all. No, I, I can't fair. stand it. I can't stand turning right in a stock car. Only on yep. a few occasions can I take that, and that's the Roval Sears Point, which is they now do it all on. the time when you spin out. Okay, come on, man. <laughs> in, in all seriousness, I mean, I, 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 and when you turn out of your pit stalls, you got to turn right. Yeah, you got to merge right. You don't have to turn right. I, to me, well, I, I just still turning right. I mean, to me, road courses are just. I, I think they're a waste of time. They're a waste of space. Keep it to it's three. Half the time, Keep it it's, it's more exciting than in most of your oval tracks. Not lately, because here what we've been doing lately when it comes to road courses is complaining about the road courses. Vice just defending them and whatsoever. We've been complaining about them, the rules and. The Indianapolis was horrible. Yes, yeah, because it's all because it was. What did they think this year is going to be different because of the Gen Seven Austin, car? Austin Absolutely was better not. than Richmond. Austin was better than Richmond and Martinsville. Good okay. point. Yeah, I mean, I can't even fight that because Martinsville was just like, oh, that was horrible. Yeah, that was a huge let though. Oh my goodness, and it better it better be 
a lot better in the playoffs or oh, yeah. there's going to be an uproar. Yep. I, I totally agree. I think that I think they got to fix if, that. If it's by not then. better in the playoffs, oh, like, yeah. their ticket sales are going to drop drastically. Yeah, they'll hit them. NASCAR fans will hit NASCAR where it hurts the most. It's in their wallet. Yep. And they will boycott just like we didn't see a lot. That's why we didn't see – there was a good amount of people there. I think there was more people there for this year's race for the Cup Series than last year's race in the Cup Series for Indianapolis. But now that that happened, I don't know. We, we'll see if – I mean, like you said, it's on the schedule again for 2023. To me, I don't think it should be, but I don't make the schedule for NASCAR. That was Indianapolis. Yeah, you know, I, I'd be fine if they – even if they tried to do something like the Roval where it wasn't a straight road course. If they tried to do something like – you know, redesign it a little bit, and tried to do because that that place is flat, man. Well, the way it was originally for the road course there in Indianapolis, instead of having those final chicanes there, they would just come out of the infield and down what was oval one and just race from there all the way to the start finish line into turn one. There was no chicane there; it was just a oval, and that made I, for some good racing. However, that did bring up a tire issues for Formula One, and therefore, I believe it was two thousand. Wow. Six or 2007, where the whole tire debacle happened for the road for Formula One, and that caused that Grand Prix, the Formula One, never to come back. And then a year or two later, we saw the same thing with NASCAR, just chewing up tires. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to me, because no, look, yeah. Char- Charlotte figured it out. The the Roval's by far one of the better races all year long, and, and that, that hadn't been a bad race yet. So. I think if some of these normal oval tracks, if that's what you want to call it, like the Brickyard or whatever, are, are going to run road courses, you, 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 I think you need to incorporate you, some of your normal speedway into it like Charlotte did. Or how about so, this? Instead of having it run the way they did, which was clockwise, why not just invert the track and say you're going to run counterclockwise? That way, the start finish line is a little bit closer it's to a little the, bit closer uh, the exit of what now is turn one, and, and you have a right. You have you have a run going, you know, down what? I, yeah, right. You, you have a shorter run going. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that idea. You have a shorter run going into the first first turn. Right. You wouldn't have people going six six wide, absolutely five not. wide. Yeah, absolutely not. Because then they would, they would they would probably stay double file. Yeah, and you you can pit file. you pit your normal right. way, all that. So it's not a horrible idea. Because like then you have to pit. That's, that's probably like the best idea I've ever heard. You have. Yeah, thank you. You have to pit wall there. You can't go six wide. I mean, you could try to go six wide, but then you have to funnel down instead of going into turn one. You got to funnel down going into the front stretch itself. And then going into what would now be turn one, I think it was turn thirteen there for the final turn. But I think that's a good compromise. But I don't think NASCAR will do it. I've already sent an email. Okay, good. Thanks, man. Make sure to CC us next time on those emails. But yeah, I think I did, it's around Richmond backwards. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. No, it's probably the best. That's probably the best idea I've ever heard you say. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no. But I, I think with the new track president that Richmond ha- have well, has that you know what it's not Matt because they didn't hire him. No, they didn't hire. They him. hired some female because you know it's got to oh, be politically correct now. No, he didn't get it. No, I didn't he get hired. it. I don't know who they hired, and I hope I they was rooting. Hang for on, I'm finna I'm finna Google who the new 
track president yeah, it, is. It isn't me. Just, just know you have my support. Well, thank you. I, I was going to make a lot of good changes to that track. And, well, I guess NASCAR didn't want to hear the changes that were that I wanted with the track. Were you, were you going to let me and Charlie get in for free? Oh, absolutely, man. You guys okay. were going to be my executive board. I was going to do kind of like uh, the rundown with The Rock where he said, okay, you're a new sheriff. What do you need us to do? It's like you're all fired. That's what I was going to do with day one. Like, okay, all of you are fired. I'm bringing in my own guys. Okay. I see why you lost. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, uh, she's prettier Richmond than me. Weiss, Richmond Raceway announces Lori Collier Warren, a longtime successful media executive with deep Virginia roots, as the organization's fourth track president and the first female politically correct. I mean, you, I guess, you know, EO played a big role into that. They were, I guess they figured if they didn't hire, or, she would file a lawsuit. Or she's just better at the job than me. I mean, I, I, I came in there with my Whatever. resume saying I'm a firefighter no, and a, a Marine. she's a Virginia native, and you're not. Well, that had probably uh, a lot to do so with it. I mean, it probably did. Who knows? She could probably be, if she does a good anyway, job, then you're an honor. Uh, she had a lot on your resume and buffed it up. And okay. <laughs> so her previous role was a chief revenue officer and associate publisher at Virginia Business Magazine uh, plus media. Uh, She oversaw all media sales, production, and circulation, and audience developments for the month. Okay, she probably did out-qualify you. She out-qualified me a ton. It wasn't anything that had to do with political correctness. It just had to do with... She she ran 25 solid laps, and your chain came off on lap one. (laughs) I didn't apply for the job. <laughs> my job, I, 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 at least I tried, and they didn't just say no right away. There's a chance that NASCAR might hire me one day. I'm going to go for the big one, though. I'm going to go for like Talladega or Daytona. You yeah, know, go for Talladega so you they, can move down here to what, Alabama. What, what NASCAR probably said was, "Whoa, you're way too qualified for Richmond. How about something like Daytona, Talladega?" So get this. I, I just seen a post. You know. Talking about the Kyle Larson Ty, Ty Dillon crash. Yes, I saw a post earlier oh, yeah, that says yeah. Hendrick Motorsports says that Kyle Larson's brakes did not fail. I saw that too. But you know, because even Kyle Larson said he's got pedaled now. You know, he he said that over the radio. NBC telemetry shows Kyle Larson was standing on the brakes as he was heading into turn one right before the crash with Ty Dillon. Obviously, they went to the floor. Yeah. So, yeah, not, Man, not that sure. Was, that was crazy. I mean, because. Man, that was a horrible wreck. Holy that, cow. That was scary. I felt worse for Ty Dillon than I that did. Yeah, that, that could have been a whole lot and, worse and here's, than what and here's it was. What I get. So, Kurt Busch spun out during qualifying in Pocono, got a concussion. And Kyle Larson just hits Ty Dillon at probably 160. I don't know how fast he's going. And. I mean, you know, and he doesn't get a concussion. So how does that – like, I, I don't see how Kurt Busch gets a concussion and Kyle Larson or Ty Dillon doesn't get a concussion. Because to man. me, those that hit was worse than Kurt's hit. I guess he just hit at the right mm-hmm. angle, you know. Plus, did Kurt come to a dead stop? Did all that energy go? Because Kyle Larson hit and just – he kind of followed through with the hit. He didn't just stop. Oh, yeah, that too. I, I didn't think You know, that. I'm not enough. I'm not a physics. I'm not an engineer. I'm not a f- physics guy. But I mean, he kept going, which because I mean, he hit, but then he just kept 
dissipating that energy. He didn't just hit the wall and then stop. Yeah, I didn't pay attention in algebra either. Yeah, that would be my hypothesis on that. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was a horrible hit. I'm glad both drivers are okay. And But that was about the only highlight from the race. Other than that, Chastain going through was the second highlight. And uh, Tyler Reddick winning. I mean, I tell you and, what. And, and Chris Bush are catching on fire and finishing the race after yep. they doused him with a fire extinguisher. It's true. Yeah, so about that, you know, that – there was a comment on there talking about the foam catching on fire, but the foam, that's supposed to be a fire retardant foam. Foam doesn't, what, you mean like the foam in the car? Yeah. It's going to catch. That's in between the body panel and the, like, the I, frame. I'm sure it's going to catch on fire. It's impact-resistant foam. I don't know if it's a fire retardant foam. I'm sure there's, I know there's some fire protectant in there as far as, like, the firewall. But I, as far as I know, I don't, there's... Foam is going to catch on fire if it gets set to a bunch of heat for a good amount of time. It's going to catch on fire. Well, what caused it was he got doored by the 23 going into one, and then it broke the manifold or something loose. Well, First, I, it was political stuff. Now he's trying to burn people to the ground. No, no I don't think he meant to catch his car on fire there, Charlie. Yeah, he actually finished well. Bubba Wallace is on a good run. Right now, you can't take that because he drove through the grass. That's the only reason he finished top five. Didn't do a stop and go, which is technically not a rule at that track. So, um, like your top five consisted of uh, Todd Gillen, Austin Cindric, Harrison Burton, yeah, and uh, Bubba Wallace, and then Tyler Reddick won the race. Interesting top five there, wasn't it? Definitely an interesting top five. Harrison. My fantasy lineup was jacked. Yeah, I, I took a hit in fantasy as well, bud. But I mean, yeah, it it was a boring to me. The last restarts and the green white checker does not a race make. I don't care if it's on the Indianapolis Road Course, Talladega, Bristol. Does not make a race. It does not make the race. I don't sit there in anticipation just, going, just the race. ooh, you know, maybe there'll be a green white checkered and that'll make things more interesting. I hope it doesn't happen. I like seeing races in organically under the green flag. I got a question for y'all. Yeah. What you get? Change the subjects here. Does Kyle Busch, being this late in the year, does he is he out at Joe Gibbs? I think he is. I think he's gone. Where would he go? I don't know. I, I really don't. Like that is a very very difficult question. Hmm. But I, man, I I hate to tell you. Like, I just I feel you know. Like I said, I, we've saw interstate batteries on Mark Truex's car already this year. You're right. You know? Right. That, that has never been on anybody else's car like that except Kyle Busch's car since 2008. Right. He, he, you know, yeah, he's had Dewalt on his car that's been with Christopher on Christopher Bell's car a couple of times. That New Hampshire. Yep. So I think he's gone. I mean, I I just I, I don't, I, I'd have to agree with you, you know, because if he was coming back, I, I did listen to have a contract. I was listening to, uh, I guess, Sirius XM or whatever, and it was something Richard Childress was talking about. You know, w- would you entertain entertain a phone call for, from Kyle Bush? He's like, I, or have you had conversations with Kyle Bush? He's like, I I wouldn't turn his I wouldn't turn his phone call down. And, well, you know, was a, and was the a, way I guess the way he said it, the way he worded it, would be like, you know, that they they have spoke or have have, have talked. So. Well, you know, I, I don't know. Richard Childress is coming out with a third car. We all saw the build-up for that. It's coming. The announcement's going to be made in here in the yeah. next couple of days. It's going Austin. Austin Hills running it. Okay, this week. Well, 
you know, Kevin, there's a video of Kevin Harvick floating around about, you know, him and Kyle Busch being teammates. And Kevin, you know, he said, you know, I wouldn't mind having him as a teammate. You know, Kyle Busch yeah. is the type of person and, to come and, we in all know and that. build an organization. And we right. all know that Amarola uh, has already said that, you know, because there was talks of Amarola staying, not retiring and right. staying, but he has also since then said, there's no way those are true. I, th- that yeah, they're not true. Like, hey, after this year, I'm I'm out. Yep. Like, I'm I'm gone. One hundred percent. So, and, and there's been no talks of who's going to fill that ten car, other than possibly a, you know, a, a possible Ryan Priest or something like that. Right, and that, and then we see stuff coming up here, and we all speculate Austin Hill is going to be the third car in Richard Childress Racing, which I think is a big mistake. Austin Dillon or, and Richard Childress Racing in general, I should say. Have one winning driver and he and he's leaving at the end of next season. Yep, that's it. Yeah, who whoever is yeah, they've the, already shot themselves in the foot with that. Right. Yeah, whoever 100%. was in charge of resigning Tyler Reddick should be fired. Like right. they yep. have lost their biggest they asset should. They, at RCR yeah. Racing. Although, be it he's only winning on road courses, but he's, he's winning, but yeah. he's still winning. But he's winning. Right, Austin Dillon's finishing in the thirtieth position, but hey. The grandson, I guess, gets what he and, wants. And he's also not spending his week trying to film a TV show. Right. He's, Austin Dillon's biggest accomplishment to the sport right now is a TV show that has to do with his wife, and that's it. And two times, actually. One failed miserably, and now this one, I don't even... I watched one episode, and it was like after New Hampshire, I believe, and it was just the most ridiculous crap yeah, I've ever seen on TV. I, I watched one episode, and no wonder he's running the back. I mean, he cares like, more. he had... Yeah, he, he cares more about being a reality TV star than being a race car driver. Yeah, he, he really does. Like it, it's all about the publicity side of it than right. it is um, trying to be a, a professional, uh, you know, stock car driver. And so, if, and if he was winning races and or in contention, top five, top tens every week, I'd be like, okay, yeah, he has to, you know, he he could back it up. He could multitask. This guy can, yeah. can't even chew bubble gum and walk at the same time. I bet. Yeah, it'd be different than saying I. I I'm not trying to use this for an example, but I am because it's true. But be different than him trying to run a weekly podcast and, and saying, hey, I'm a successful race car driver or a successful team owner and running a successful podcast like Dell Jr. And then, oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I was getting yeah, that. I thought you were just fixing to shoot Matt around yeah, the freaking hole. I was like, like man, man, here it comes. Like, here it comes. This, this, this no, absolutely not. I got to come watch you race. And uh, yeah, no. I, first off, he came down here to see family anyway, and it worked out. Where it was on the same but he still, but anyway, still but made time. He come to the racetrack. I still made time to go see you at the racetrack. Drive two hours yes, round did. trip to do that. I mean, I drive two hours to see my family end up over there spotting for you. So, what do you say about that? I'm pretty sure you come to spot for me and then make time to see your family. You are correctly right. Well, anyway. That is 100% the truth. Yeah, I mean, to me, I mean, with the whole Richard Childress thing, I feel like they're trying to find that one driver. They got him in Tyler Reddick, and then they let him go to 2311 because we all speculate Kurt Busch is going to probably say, see you later, if not this season, next season. He's going to be selling into the sunset and good on him. He has nothing else to prove. He's a champion, Daytona 500 winner, accomplished so much in the sport. I get on mine. I don't. I foresee that in the next couple of years. But to bring up Austin Hill, what do you guys think about that? Real quick, before we get into, form, we still have to talk about Formula One here, real quick. Bringing up Austin Hill to Richard Childress Racing, 
good, bad. I feel like this is his first season in the Xfinity Series. Yes, he has two wins, but two wins in the Xfinity Series does not a cup driver make. No. In my opinion. And I feel like it's too fast, and there's already talks of Ty Gibbs going up to the 18 car. I think we talked about that earlier in, a couple of weeks ago on the show. But I, the learning curve is not going to get any more shallow than it is right now for those drivers coming up there. We saw Ty Gibbs run competitively both seasons in Pocono and at Indy Road Course. We're probably, I, I don't know if we'll see him again here at Michigan or if Kurt Busch will be clear to come back. But in the times we've seen Ty Gibbs race in that 2311 car, he was doing well. In the time, and now Austin Hill's about to make his Cup Series debut at Michigan in a Richard Childress racing machine. If he beats Austin Dillon, I say get rid of Dillon, keep it to a two-car team, and find someone else to fill Tyler Reddick's spot, or just keep it a one-car team in the three. That's just me. If I got beat, if I was on the Cup Series and we brought an Xfinity driver up and he just absolutely waxed me, I would, I, I'd have trouble going to sleep at night. I'd be turning to my reality TV show producer going, can we extend for a couple more seasons so I could uh, keep paying for this house and this lifestyle that I've created with my wife? Yeah, if you're, you know, Junior has said time and time again that he'd love to have, you know, Jeffrey come drive for him. But the, the funding, you know, the funding and stuff, this this day and age, this sport is, as, as much as you hate to admit it, it's all about funding and stuff like that. At some point in time, Richard Childress needs to wake the hell up. If he hasn't done it by now, he's not going to wake up. Yeah, exactly. I, I know. That's, That's the sad me. part. And realize that, hey, I, he's, he's family, yeah, but if I want to continue to run a successful business, I need to make business decisions, not personal decisions. So, but like you said, he hadn't done it now. He ain't going to do it. Richard so, Childress stopped making personal decisions or business decisions, I should say, and started moving in towards personal. Started, he kept making business decisions after Dale Earnhardt died. He brought Kevin Harvick up. Great move. Kevin Harvick, he caught lightning in a bottle. He won Rookie of the Year that season and the and the Bush Series championship. So he, he caught lightning in a bottle. Ever since then, he let Kevin Harvick go to bring Austin Dillon up. Game over for Richard Childress Racing. The only legacy Richard Childress Racing has is that three car, and that's all they can talk about. I mean, I, I can I can speak on Austin Dillon's half. I don't know if your granddad wasn't doesn't want you to drive his race car because I've been there a couple of times. It it stings, <laughs> it stings for a little bit, but you get used to it. But you get you're used still to family. It. You still love the guy. Trust yeah. me. I mean, you, you're going to get been there, done that, got t shirt. Austin Dillon has been racing there what since twenty early twenty like twenty fifteen twenty eleven somewhere around the that time frame in the Cup Series. Sure, he's got a couple big wins. Yeah, Daytona five hundred. Daytona five hundred. One, one at one at Texas a couple of years I, ago. I'm oh. sorry. How how many championships? Zero. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, how many times? The only reason he won the Daytona five hundred because he dumped out or he. Oh yeah. Oh uh, that uh, that made me Derek so Amarola. that made me so mad, man. I would have punched Austin. I would have came up at, acting like I was going gra- to congratulate him and just gone into a fight there in victory lane. Dumping me in the Daytona 500. Piece of crap, Austin Dillon is. I've never liked Austin Dillon. I've always I can't, I can't I stand either. the guy. I can't stand the guy. I don't know what it is golden, about Austin. Golden spoon. And it's always what been, it is. It's always been that silver spoon in his mouth. 
and it's just one, I just cannot stand Austin Dillon. I like Ty Dillon. He's humble. For for some reason, I like him. But if he was in the same position as Austin Dillon, I'd be saying the same thing. I don't like Ty Dillon, but he's not. Ty Dillon. Ty has has had to earn a little yeah, more of his has, stuff. But Austin Dillon. Oh, hey man, uh, you get to drive the three car. What makes him so special that he gets to drive that three car? I say Richard Childress just needs to sell his stuff to Dylan Hart and let Dylan Hart do cup racing. Yeah, that would probably be more beneficial than what they're doing right now because they need to change anything. Anyway, we're going down a rabbit hole here. We still have to talk about Formula 1. You guys watch the Formula 1 race? Well, before we get into Formula 1, anything else before we wrap up the Indy, the races from Indy and the Xfinity Cup and IndyCar Series? No, we, we jump into F1. I think we covered everything that we could there, right, with that one. But the Formula One race from the for the Hungarian Grand Prix, Max Verstappen, I think Austin killed, called it last weekend, won the race. My pick. I thought, yeah, I thought George Russell or Lewis Hamilton would have had a shot at it. No, nope. you, you picked Russell, did you? I picked uh, Charles Leclerc. Oh yeah, I, I picked Hamilton. I was like, ooh, I I, I have a shot, like. But, but if, this, this, this might work out. Yeah, it didn't. Very interesting race, man. It looked like Ferrari made some bad choices on pit stops. Did you guys watch the race by any chance? Yeah, yeah. Uh, pit pit strategies uh, played key for Max. And, like, and it was out perfect. And it was completely detrimental again for the Scuderia. Charles Leclerc finishing sixth in that race, although getting points, not enough points. I feel like to stay in championship contention against a very strong Red Bull team and Max Verstappen. It will be interesting to see what happens. They're on the summer break right now, so they will be racing here in a couple weeks here. And I believe, let's see here, the Belgium Grand Prix, and that's going to be towards the end of August. So they get a few weeks off of here to kind of just regroup. I think the whole shop, nobody's allowed to the shops anymore. They get to just relax with their family, spend some time with them. But the Belgium Grand Prix from... I think that's Spa, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, will be coming up here on August 28th. So looking forward to that. La- last year, that race got rained out. They ran three laps under caution and awarded half points to everybody. It was kind of ridiculous. I remember that. It was really ridiculous. But, yeah, Formula 1 race was good. And before we get into our weekend schedule coming up here, race of the weekend for everybody. I'm going to start off with Austin here. Austin, what was your race of the weekend here? I'm, I'm going to go with the truck race. Um I think that's the first time any or I've ever picked a truck race. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. For me, I, I've, I've grown up watching late model drivers progress. Um, and at one time, Ty Majeski, Brandon Finger, and Carson Hosevar were running one, two, three, and I've all watched them progress through the you know late models and up to the truck series, and, and just all around racing. Um, you know, just because just because you had the bottom line like running on the bottom that didn't mean you could pass the guy and get the spot. Um, you might be, you know, straight up with them in the corners, but on the straightaway, the outside groove was working, and it, it, it produced some pretty good racing. So I'm, I'm going to have to go with the truck race. All right, Charlie, what about you? Race of the weekend for you? Yeah, truck race for me as well, man. I, I you know, I thought the F1 race was pretty good, like pretty good battles throughout the field, throughout the race, but those restarts and stuff at the end, like you, you really didn't know. Who was going to win that race? And the the leaders there at the end took tires and wound up restarting twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, and 
with a pretty much a green white checker restart there, and it was like, man, are they, can they do it? And thanks to like John Hunter Nemechek and people like that, yeah, uh, Grant was able to do it. So, and, and I called that if y'all remember because I literally texted right before they took the green flag. I said. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash teamready. Zane Smith's going to drive into one, push the four up, and Grand Imperial's going to win the race. I should have went and bought the Florida lottery ticket. I might be $1.28 billion richer yeah, now. We but. might have our racetrack there, Austin. Appreciate your selfishness right there. Sorry. No, it's okay. Sorry. We'll get him next time. But I've raced it a weekend for me. It would have to be the truck series as well. It was a good race. Yeah. It was a close beat out between that race and Formula One. I'd say Indy Road Course for Cup Series, throw it out. I like the way the Xfinity and the IndyCar Series race on the track at the same time so people get a chance to see both sides. If you're an IndyCar fan, might as well stay for the the NASCAR race. Unless they reverse it. Well, yeah. Well, and if you're, a NASCAR, if you're a NASCAR fan, stay for the IndyCar race. I think they should do that more, not only just at Indianapolis Road Course, but next time they go to Texas, bring the IndyCar Series and the Cup Series there at the same time. Bring IndyCar Series to the Roval, and on Roval Weekend, have the IndyCar yeah. race at the same time or the day before or day after because you might have some bleed over. You, if we're there again at the Roval, hey, the IndyCar race is Saturday. Might as well go watch the IndyCar race. Absolutely, absolutely we'll do that. Hey, and, and if you're an IndyCar fan, hey, we might as well stick around for the Cup Series race on, on, sun, on Sunday. We're not big NASCAR fans, but we might become one. I think NASCAR and IndyCar are missing a big opportunity there. But, yeah, Race of the Weekend for me was definitely the uh, Truck Series race. Really enjoyed it. It was fun just texting with you guys with that race. Upcoming races for this weekend, we got Michigan for NASCAR, Xfinity, and Cub. Saturday, August 6th at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on USA will be the Xfinity race from the Michigan International Raceway. Sunday, August 7th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on USA will be the Michigan race for the Cup Series. And for IndyCar, it is going to be the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix from Nashville, Tennessee, August 7th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBC. Gentlemen, your picks to win the IndyCar race, the Xfinity race, and the Cup race. See, IndyCar, I'm going to go with Castro Neves. Xfinity. I'm going last on this. I'm going to say, I'm going to have to go with my guy Noah Gregson. And then Cup, I must say Kevin Harvey gets it done. Ah, good pick there, man. 
For an IndyCar race, I think Joseph Newgarden, who's currently standing third in the championship standings, will get a little boost from that race. I think Joseph Newgarden will win there at the Big Music City Grand Prix from Nashville. The Xfinity Series, I'm going to go with a junior motorsports driver, Sam Mayer, will win there at Michigan. And for the Cup Series, Brad Kozlowski, his home track, his home state. Yeah. Got a chip on his shoulder. I, I think Brad Keselowski steals a playoff position and gets in there on a win, shaking up the playoff picture even more before we get to Watkins Glen here in a couple of weeks. I honestly hope he does, and I would love to pick him as well. But I'm going to go with Ryan Blaney as far as my cup pick. As mad as he is after this last weekend, having a car, I, I feel like he's pointed his way in but I feel like he had a legit shot at maybe not winning this race, but at least having a shot to possibly move Tyler Reddick out of the way for a win and, and winning his way in uh, other than this stupid, you know, restarts they were having. So I'm, I'm going to say Ryan Blaney gets it done this weekend at Michigan. Allgaier wins it for Junior Motorsports at Michigan. And then – Will Power. Good pick on Will Power right there, Charlie. I was I was debating on him, but I'm thinking somebody else who yeah. isn't in the points lead right now for the IndyCar series. Yep. All right. Well, that was our weekend review of Indianapolis Road Course, IRP, and the Hungarian Grand Prix. Looking forward to the few races coming up here this weekend. Gentlemen, anything else before we get into our final thoughts here? Uh, Austin, he got – oh, uh, uh, Austin has stepped out. So, um, no, I think, okay. I think Austin's good. Uh, I'm good. All right. uh, let's let's move on to, uh, uh, I guess, fantasy standings and, and whatnot. So, I'm sure Austin will be back for our final thoughts here. But here we go into our final thoughts here. Before we wrap up today's episode, I wanted to remind everyone out there about our partnership with Fanatics. Fanatics is a proud sponsor of Burns Radio, which we here at Ramblin' About Racing are a proud affiliate with. Fanatics, you can find all your latest and greatest NASCAR gears to get you ready for this coming up season, such as t-shirts, hoodies, hats, diecast, and so much more. But you don't only have to stop in there and buy NASCAR gear. I get all my latest and greatest Washington Capitals gear from there. Yeah, and not only do you get hockey gear and stuff like that, I go in there, that's where I get all my Alabama Crimson Tide gear. Yeah, that's right. Roll Tide, man. It's a one-stop shop for all your sports gear needs, no matter what sports you're interested in. All purchases help out. Burns Radio bring you latest and greatest content and keep us on the air to bring you guys that content through the radio. If you head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under our Partners tab, there you will find the link to Fanatics. Take you right there. Go do your shopping there for this upcoming racing season or for whatever sports you want. Go check them out. All right, final thoughts here on Rambling About Racing. And, Charlie, you said something interesting there when you were making your race picks that I kind of wanted to bring up here. Ryan Blaney pointing his way in with the 
I, I think I don't think pointing in is the way to go. You have to win to get in. I don't think there is no pointing in because even if Ryan Blaney technically points his way you know, in at, I, at like say Watkins Glen or Richmond, here coming up here. Let me see the schedule here. Like say he points his way in at Richmond. Why not? If he points his way in at Richmond, then a new driver wins. A first-time winner wins that's eligible for the playoffs at Watkins Glen, and the playoff and the driver wins at Daytona. That's eligible. He's out. Yeah, I, I could see I don't, maybe a first-time winner at Daytona. I, I don't see it happening at Watkins Glen. I, I haven't seen any right. really new front runners up front lately. Uh, I, I know we had some – Top five finishes, some some strange front runners, right? But up, up front this past weekend, but that was really because of these stupid restarts. So yeah, that's not going to be a normal thing. But let's just say absolutely this. not, not even at Watkins Glen. Well, so well, let's say this. Let's say Brad Keselowski ends up winning Michigan. There's a playoff spot right there picked up. So is there's only he one, inside yes, the top he, thirty in points. Stuff. Yes, he is. Let's see here. He okay. as of right now, he's 29th in points. He's right there. He, I mean, he's close. But he's right there. He needs to run consistently the next four races before the playoffs actually start here in Darlington. But he's in the top 30. Okay. So say he does win at Michigan. There's one spot left. And it's probably going to be for Blaney yeah. that holds on to it. If he he can't point, there's no way this point in this season, usually we're starting to see play or drivers that are locked in that are not on points. I'm like, oh, he's locked in. Like You're going to see Chastain, Elliott be locked in on points here. Within the next couple of races, they're like they're locked in. There's no way nobody's going to win three in a row. That could be like a Chase Elliott who has four wins and, and stuff like that. I, I I feel so here here in that Watkins Glen, Richmond area, you're going to start seeing like the Chase Elliott's locked in, the Ross Chastain's locked in. You're not going to because Truex has got a good shot at winning at Watkins Glen. Yeah, he the, usually runs really strong there. Too. There's no way. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm hating to call you out on that, but there's no way. In the way the format or the regular season set up and winning you're in, and at this point in the season, that any driver I feel is going to be locked in. Or by points, I should specify more so. So the point yeah, is... But, but, but if you have more than 16 winners and then Trix ends up winning, it's going to go back to points. And right. Uh-huh. I mean, well, I'm not Trix up there in points. If he wins. If he wins. You I'm, just moved I'm, your whole camera. I'm, I'm, just, uh-huh. I'm, I'm just speculating here. I'm just, just don't do that. I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just speculating here on the po- fact that as far as points, you're way in. You can't lock yourself in in points. That's what I'm saying. I feel like you can't, you can't lock yourself in in points. I mean, if it was maybe like five or six drivers that weren't locked in, and you had five or six open spots in the playoffs, I feel like you could say that. But I feel like with two spots open, you can't point your way in. Because if you get one more new winner. Or first time winner, you know Daytona's a wild card. You don't know who Very can win much that race. So. You could be running tenth and win the race. Justin Haley, who's twenty second in points, could win that race. He's won there before, although be it Rain Jordan, he's won there before. He knows how to restrict a played race. Justin Haley could pull up the upset victory and be racing for a championship here, coming up here with ten races to go in the season. That's just a scenario. I don't, I don't think he'd be racing for a championship quite. But, so. but the point who's is. That? Justin Haley, but the point, no, he, he's well, out. Well, no, but the point is, I you make a good point by saying, well, if Truex wins at Daytona or Watkins Glen, and points matter, yeah, Truex is going to beat out, like say, Keselowski. But if you 
don't race your way in on points and don't race your way in on when you can't race your way in on points. That's kind of the way I was going. Yeah, I, I don't think we'll have 17 winners. I think we might. I think we might have 18. How many races we got left in the regular season? We got four races to go in the regular season here. We nah, got, it ain't going to happen. I think, I think well, what are those races? Mich- we got Michigan. Michigan, Richmond, Watkins Glen, and Daytona. Daytona's your wild card. Watkins Glen is a wild card? Nah. I'd say so. What if it rains? All of a sudden, you got a wild card race. I, I don't see it happening. I, I, I don't see anybody locking themselves in on points unless Ryan Blaney just gets extremely lucky. And you don't have two more winners. Well, I mean, Ryan Blaney's going into the next race with a chip on his shoulder because there's nothing like a pissed-off driver. I think Ryan Blaney, if he'll win his – if he don't point his way in, he'll win his way in. You can't point but, your way in. There's no way you could point your way in at this point of the season. I feel like with this mountain races we have left and this few spots as there are left that aren't locked in, Ryan Blaney, Martin Truex Jr., you can't yeah, point your way I, in. Yeah, because I, you know, you I think Truex Jr. might win his way in at, say, Watkins right. Glen. Or and then this, if, if we have a surprise winner, it would be at Daytona. I think it will be And anywhere. then Blaney might be out there. Right. But I think that's the only situation. If Blaney does not win one of these coming races. Because even if Kevin Harvick, Austin's pick, wins Michigan, which he's done he before, does. he's in. And then there's only one spot left, and that's going to be Mar- Ryan Blaney, at the way the the way the points are. Then Brackislawski or someone else wins Daytona, Richmond, Watkins Glen. Then you have Ryan Blaney. Who cares how many points he gets? He, I mean, yeah, to Austin's point, he could get a win and get in if he hasn't won by now. Come on, what's he waiting for? Okay, if Harvick hasn't won by now. What's he waiting on? We're talking about Ryan Blaney, though. I'm just saying Harvick's out. We can say the same thing about Harvick. Though. Well, Harvick's outside of the championship of the playoffs right now. I mean, right you, you now. Look, yeah, right by, now. By, by points, but if we're, we were talking about points and stuff, I, anyway. Yeah, I don't I, know. I, I, don't, I just don't think we're going to have – I just don't think we're going to have 16. I think by the at, end – At the there. beginning of the season, I, I was saying, you know, I was pro, you know, we're going to have more than 16 winners. But – you know, through throughout the season, I, I think what you see right now is going to be your playoffs right now. I think very possibly we could have 17 winners this season before the playoffs even start. I think that's a very real possibility for the Cup Series. I just don't think the the people that are outside your your, your cut off there aren't contending for a win on a on a regular basis enough to give you that surprise. That surprise winner, um, other than let's say going into Daytona. Yeah, that's what that's what I was going to say. Only, right. only surprise winner you're going to see maybe is going to be at Daytona when the top five wreck and you're sitting sixth, and then you you survive it and then you win the race. Uh, if you if you go high, you you can hold it. Uh, good one, Charlie. Okay, well that's enough for that. I just wanted to bring that up. Nice little quick at the sh- end of the show talk here. This week in NASCAR and fantasy standings here for Rambling About Racing 2.0, or I guess I, it's still called In the Marbles 2.0. Charlie, you want to start off with fantasy, or you want me to read This Week in NASCAR? Oh, it's Rambling About Racing. It is? Oh, okay, well, then I guess I changed it. Did, so, did you ever reach out to the guys, or did you ever hear back from the guys? I reached out to the, in the imposter the, the, in, in the, the marbles. marbles show, and they didn't reach back to out to me. I'll reach out to them, too. Yeah, reach out to them. In fact, I think it's... In the Marbles pod is their 
podcast? Is there a Twitter handle? We'll invite we'll, we will invite them to Talladega and they can camp right beside us. Yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Overall league standings oh, and okay. rambling about racing. Uh, we're only going to read off the top top eight because I feel like that's all that's competing anymore. All right, smoking Woody. Uh, City 8th with 3,266. Uh, our very own host, uh, Matt, is sitting 7th with 3,427. Matt Camper, who has just snowballed right off the mountaintop here lately. I, I don't know what happened. He's sitting 6th with 3,755 points. Now, granted, there's not a very big point spread from from 6th all the way to 2nd, to be honest with you. 5th is SMR R&D with 3,776 points. 4th is S-Blades, 3,783 points. 3rd is Super Sumo 32 with 3,799 points. SMR Operations is sitting 2nd with 3,814 points. And 1st is... Myself, somehow or another, even after a few weeks of not producing a lot of points, is 3,974 points, still maintaining a 160-point lead, even though I'm not going to get keep the gift card, even if I win the points championship. That will roll over to next season. Maybe Matt can find it in his heart to give you the money to go buy some chains and sprockets and I already, already went and got anyway. Uh, so Kelsey's going to compete next year, and I'm just going to have her do the same fantasy lineup as what I do every okay. week. Okay, we're going to have to make a new I, rule there. We're going to have to make a new I'll be, rule. I'll be competing next year too. Austin's going to do the same one as I do no. every week. It's going to be a three way tie, and then we're going to have to rock paper scissors. And if you or Austin lose, guess who gets it? You know what? No. Kelsey. No. We're going to make a new rule here. We're going to make rule yep. changes there. Yep, yep, yep. yep. You right. make up the rules as you go. Well, that's well, why we're going to wait till the end of the season. Okay. You know, you know Kelsey just commented, he's lying. I'm going to win on my own. So you're going to have oh. some tough competition. Okay. I like Ugh. that. I like that, Kelsey. Good job. Keep okay. him, Keep them honest. Okay. okay. Good luck. This <laughs> She's, she's, she's going to pick Chad Canals to put, uh, win the Daytona yeah, 500. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's literally going to say, hey, hey, uh, 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 you know, uh, Lewis Hamilton's going to win the Daytona 500. One day he might. Lightning, Lightning McQueen wins the Bristol Dirt Race. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here. Let's go take it on Kelsey here. Hey, they're, running quick, the final, they're running Daytona on the beach. Oh, that would be fun. Okay, this week in NASCAR, we go back to August 4th, 1968. Leroy Yarbrough snaps Probably a about win. Hey, can, I, can I read my part of the show? I didn't interrupt. Okay, here, mute Charlie right there. And now for this week in NASCAR, we go back to August 4th, 1968. Leroy Yarbrough snaps a slump by winning the Dixie 500 at Atlanta International Raceway. Bobby Isaac finishes second and takes over the one-point lead over David Pearson in the championship standings. And that happened August 4th, 1968. I'll unmute Charlie here. And, gentlemen, anything else before we wrap up this week's episode? Are we going to have a joke uh, part of this show? or A joke oh, part? What is that? What's yeah, happening? I'll, yeah, you know, last week was, we, all, we all threw a joke to, out there. I was supposed to meet this girl at the gym. Oh, gosh. You, she you, didn't you, show. 
That's how I knew we weren't going to work out. Charlie's been watching too much TikTok. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to think of a joke that's no, PG rated. We don't need to think of any jokes here. We're just going to go ahead and wrap oh, it up. That was you, funny. That was good. Yeah, that, that was. But we, but we've all heard it like 23 times. So. Right. Whatever. So, all right, gentlemen, anything else before we wrap up this week's episode of Rambling About Racing? Good. No, it's just we don't have a dad joke section. No, we don't have a dad joke section because we're not. I think we should. Well, we'll talk about that at, later on just, in the show. We're all soon to be dead, or we're all y'all two are dads. I'm soon to be dead. All right, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that later. But gentlemen, anything else before we wrap it up this week? Yeah, no, sir. All right, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up there on that note here of rambling uh, from this week's episode of Rambling About Racing. I'd like to thank everybody who tuned in to watch or is listening on your regular podcast platform. Make sure to head over to ramblingaboutracing.com to links to all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, for the latest and greatest from the world of auto racing and just to keep up with the show as it comes out. Special thanks to our partners here at the show, Fanatics, and Stand Up to Cancer for all they do, not only for us here at the show, but for Burns Radio as well. For Charlie Herkus, Chuck8384, Austin Reeves, Austin underscore Reeves 6, I'm Matt Beamer, MBeamer22, and those are all Twitter, by the way. Stay safe and have a good rest of the week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.